Week 5, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Mary and Martha sent this message to Jesus. Lord, the man you love is ill. On receiving the message, Jesus said, This sickness will end not in death, but in God's glory. And through it, the Son of God will be glorified. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was for two more days before saying to the disciples, Let us go to Judea. On arriving, Jesus found that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days already. When Martha heard that Jesus had come, she went to meet him. Mary remained sitting in the house. Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that, even now, whatever you ask of God, he will grant you. Your brother, said Jesus to her, will rise again. Martha said, I know he will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though he dies, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she said. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who was to come into this world. Jesus said in great distress, with a sigh that came straight from the heart, Where have you put him? They said, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, See how much he loved him? But there were some who remarked, He opened the eyes of the blind man. Could he not have prevented this man's death? Still sighing, Jesus reached the tomb. It was a cave with a stone to close the opening. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha said to him, Lord, by now he will smell. This is the fourth day. Jesus replied, Have I not told you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer. I knew indeed that you always hear me, but I speak for the sake of all these who stand round me so that they may believe it was you who sent me. When he had said this, he cried in a loud voice, Lazarus, here, come out. The dead man came out, his feet and hands bound with bands of stuff and a cloth round his face. Jesus said to them, Unbind him, let him go free. Many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord.
In this year A of the liturgical cycle, we hear from St John's Gospel three great narratives of the journey towards Christian faith. The woman at the well, the man born blind, and the raising of Lazarus. These three narratives were so important in the catechesis for baptism in the early centuries of the church that they've become permanently embedded in the church's liturgy as we approach the great celebration of Holy Week and Easter. Whether we are making that Lenten journey for the first time as elect in the rite of Christian initiation, or whether we make it for the 80th time as lifelong Catholics. These narratives reveal both who Jesus is and the inner depths of his presence to us, and they reveal who we are in Jesus' presence and the depth of our utter dependence on him to bring our lives to fullness, to completion. I think one reason these accounts are so powerful is that they are so vividly described by the Gospel writer. It's so easy to visualise ourselves in the, at the scene, at the well, with the man born blind, and with the crowd at the grave of Lazarus, and to relate to these very relatable characters that St John gives us and the experiences they're undergoing. Surely we can all stand there with Martha and Mary, helpless, and disoriented in loss and grief for their beloved brother, Lazarus. And with the loss of their male relative to secure their place in their society in Jesus' day, what will now become of them? And we can relate to Jesus in this scene too, his love for this family, his wanting to be with them and enter into their grief, his own tears and distress in the face of the death of a loved one. Yet there is something disconcerting about Jesus' presence in this scene too. The Gospel writer lets us hearers know things that make us wonder what's going on. Jesus seems to understand the events going on around him differently to the other people gathered at Lazarus's grave. We're curious, early in the scene, that Jesus seems so calm when the news of Lazarus' illness reaches him. Why does he not set off at once to his friend? Does it not matter to him whether Lazarus is alive or dead when he comes? When Jesus meets with Martha on the road, he overturns her religious expectation about the end time raising of the just. Jesus tells her that wherever he is, death is already transformed by a fuller, more dynamic form of life. When Jesus meets Mary, the other sister, who cries out her sadness, joined by her neighbours and relatives all crying, Jesus is deeply affected but the words St John uses suggest that he's almost indignant, almost annoyed at the sight going on in front of him. Is he upset for his friends? Or is he upset at the power of death, which can cause such loss and heartbreak? And when John tells us that Jesus wept, the famous verse 33 in this chapter, 
He uses a different verb for Jesus shedding tears to that which he uses for the others, a verb used only here in the Gospels. It's as if St John is saying to us, his hearers, there's something different about Jesus' experience of Lazarus' death to that of the dead man's sisters and neighbours and the crowd. Jesus expresses more angry distress when he arrives at the closed tomb of his friend. St John tells us that in a great voice, the phone megale, Jesus orders the grave to be opened and the dead man to come out. Surely we are to understand that this is the voice of the Creator who calls all things into being. As the psalm says, the voice of the Lord full of power. The one who keeps giving life even to that which is dead and decayed. The one whose aliveness and creativity are not threatened or diminished by death. The one who opens our graves as the prophet Ezekiel foretells on this Sunday. Indeed, as St John goes on to tell us, he is the one who keeps giving life to us, even at the risk of his own life, as this event at Bethany draws the religious leaders to conspire against Jesus. Wherever Jesus is present, the narrative shows, human death is real and its consequences are distressing. But the grave is always open and physical death is transformed by the creative power of God. What is this power? St John makes it clear it's the power of love. Jesus' love for this family and for Lazarus is what brings the transformation. And where people come to Jesus in faith, that creative power of love frees our life from the fear and anxiety that death produces so that we too might live for others. In the prayer of exorcism for the third scrutiny for the elect, often celebrated on this Sunday, the prayer says, Lord Jesus, by raising Lazarus from the dead, you showed that you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Free us from the grasp of death. Through your spirit who gives life, fill us with faith, hope and love that we may live with you always in the glory of your resurrection. For you are Lord forever and ever. Amen.